to another episode of the Language Lounge. My name is Michelle Ola, and I have Shelly Brown here with me today. Hi, Shelly. Hey, everybody. <laughs> I am so excited. So there is so many things that Shelly and I could talk about, um, and we've flipped and flopped on various <laughs> topics, I would say, like I, and because we just get so excited every time we talk about something different. And so today... We're going to talk about instructional coaching and just coaching Yay. in general. And yeah. Shelly yeah. is an, a world language instructional coach. Um, yes. And so we're going to kind of talk about the big job of coaching, being coach, coaching others informal, but also just informally, how we can use various skills, dispositions, strategies, tips about coaching to really just help elevate and improve our own practice and does just support each other um, and to Absolutely. be the best we can be, right? So Shelly, why don't you yeah. introduce yourself really quick? Um, tell us a little bit about what you do and who you are. Sure. So my name is Shelly and I am a world language instructional coach here in a district in Texas. And um, I actually began as a classroom teacher. I was in the classroom for 22 years. This is my first year out of the classroom into this coaching role full time. I was able to do kind of some smattering of coaching while I was also trying to full time teach, which, you know, it was smattering, I'm telling right. you. So, yeah, that um, just and is a classroom teacher. I taught Spanish middle school, high school, level one, level to level five. And, um, you know, just supported teachers in whatever leadership role I may have been able to, to, to step into on, on any given campus. I've been in Oklahoma, I've been in North Carolina, and then here in Texas. So, yay. Awesome. <laughs> that's just a little bit. <laughs> yeah, no, that's, that's perfect. That's just enough to get us started. So Absolutely. first of all, for people that don't know, because not everybody, well, I think instructional coaches sometimes um, there's a couple different views of them, I'd say. So when I taught, I was never lucky enough or we were never important enough in world languages to have a content area instructional coach, right? We had a mm -hmm. school-based one, maybe focused on math and right. LA or just in general or a technology one, right. right? So why don't you tell right. us a little bit about what a coach is, what, what they do, okay. how is it different than professional development? How is it different from other types of supporting teachers? Okay. So yeah, you'll, you'll actually see or hear, um, you could talk to another coach in a week and they might say something slightly different, but the larger portion of coaching is that we are, we're supporting teachers in instruction. And, um, so you might have some coaches, professional learning is part of, is also part of what I do. Mm -hmm. Um, I attend, I attend professional learning, um, collaborative team meetings, um, just really helping teachers with strategies, supporting there. I'm, I'm a collaborator. I'm a thought partner. I'm a listener. Right. And so I just kind of, I'm just getting to come alongside. Right. So think about, think about what you do as a, as a classroom teacher and you're just, you're out in the hallway and you're just able to have that back and forth with somebody, you know, all those informal meetings, all those informal brainstorms that we would have with people at the lunch table or in the hallway. Yeah. I just get to do that full time. That's awesome. <laughs> and so I just, yeah, I do. I just get to, I, and I love it. I absolutely love it to be able to be present and just come arm in arm with teachers. Like I said, you could talk to a different coach in a week and you could hear something different. Um, I do know that there are, um, there are coaches who are in an evaluative role. I am not. Thank the Lord. Yeah. I just, I just really do get to be a colleague. I get to be a colleague. I get to be a thought partner and, um, the value that that's been to me. I also get to do some recon, right? I get to go to this classroom and I'm like, okay, Michelle, I will not believe what I saw in so-and-so's class. We were just talking about this the other day and I just saw it. Y'all got to connect. You got to talk, right? That's so I'm awesome. able to do some of those things as well. Um, and it's not evaluative in the role that I'm in, again, for someone else, it could be evaluative. There's also in some districts, if there exists a, uh, like a core content um, instructional coach, that person may just be for teachers who are struggling or on a growth plan. Um, that's not really the mindset that we have here in 
in the district where I am, we truly believe everybody deserves a coach. You can be at the top of your game. Olympic athletes have a coach, right? And so, um, yeah, that's what we just, we just believe everybody deserves a coach because all of us, no matter where we land on the spectrum, we all want to grow in our craft. Coaches are coached. Our superintendent is coached. Our kids are coached, right? Everybody gets a coach. So, yay. Yeah, I absolutely love that. And I think you're right that, you know, when you look at a lot of coaching um, experiences, they do, hopefully you want them to mostly be non-evaluative because that does kind of mix another dynamic into that process. Um, When I was in a district office, I was an administrator who coached as well. So I was evaluative and I was a coach and it is challenging to, for, for the teachers and for me. And I would literally be like, I am wearing my coaching hat. I will tell you when it's evaluative Mm -hmm. until that point, you'll know way ahead when it is that, you know, um, (laughs) you know, we're not, you know, it's nothing, there's no hidden agenda, but it is a challenge when, when it is, um, it is that sort of relationship. Um, because I think Mm -hmm. that touches on something else that I wanted to talk about. And that is, Coaching is very personal. At least I think it's very personal. It's it's yes. one-on-one. Yes. It's letting people into their classrooms. It's being vulnerable. And so tell me a little bit about how you have, because they always talk about a coaching relationship. It's not a coaching like Absolutely. experience. It's not even a session. Right. They always talk about it right. being like right. the coaching relationship, <laughs> because I really do feel right. like I'm not sitting, coaches. I'm not sitting at a desk and they're on a couch laying right. down going, okay, coach, this is our session. Right. Exactly. So tell me a little bit about <laughs> that coaching relationship and, and how that works. Like right. it's so in general. It, yeah. Sure. Sure. Just kind of it's the same as what I'm, I'm speaking here to classroom teachers, right? Um, it's the same as what you would do with your students, right? That you want to build relationships with them. You want to see and learn who they are as people. Um, what what brought you here to this profession, right? Now, you're not going to ask kids that, but you know, mm-hmm. what, what, what brought you here to this class, right? Is it because it's required? It's because it, this is a class you actually enjoy or, you know, my sibling is deaf and I'm, I want to learn ASL, right? Mm-hmm. It's it just could be any number of reasons that brings you to this space. And um, what we learn in coaching is to ask a lot of questions. I can't walk in already with a set mindset of, oh, this is this person. Um, I, I want them to get to know me and I want to get to know them. And so we do that. And I think there was more of that because I'm new in this role and this is a brand new role and the teachers that I get to support are also like, oh my gosh, we have a coach. What do we do? What does this mean? Right? All of us. I'm the same way. Oh my gosh, y'all have a coach. What does this mean? What do we do? Right? So so, um, it just was a lot of, okay, what does it look like for you to be coached? What does that look like? What does that sound like for you to be coached? Um, How do you see me supporting you this year? What are, I was able to sit down with some teachers at the beginning of the year when we were talking about goals, because many of them had to have two goals. And one of the teachers was so funny. Um, It was our Latin teacher and he had me in stitches. So we're talking and, and I'm, and I'm just asking him questions, just trying to draw. And he's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I think I like, that's, I think that's, that's the wording I want on my, on my goal. And so he's writing that down. And then other people came into the workroom and he was like, you ought to ask Shelly about your goal. She'll just give one to you. I'm I'm not giving people goals. That is not what just happened here. (laughs) But you expertly led that conversation so that it seemed like you gave him the goal. That's hilarious. And I really didn't. I really didn't. (laughs) And so, but it just, it's that type of thing, right? That you just, you have that relationship that, we're just asking questions. And I really do not want to come into the relationship like I am the guru. Mm-hmm. Just sit down and listen to what I say. Because yeah. I've been there and I've taught that. That's not how I want to come into this relationship. I want to come in leaning into the expertise that you have. But sometimes your job is so hard. Mm-hmm. Can I get an amen, right? Sometimes right. your job is so hard, you don't realize, wait, I do this. Oh my gosh, I actually do this. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Or when I have those teachers that are like, man, I am struggling. This class just will not, will not, will not. 
And then I go in and I'm saying, well, can I just come in for like 15 minutes and just make note of what I see the kids doing? This is not about them evaluating you. I'm just making note of what the kids are doing. And they're like, yeah, that would be great. And then I sit down with them to debrief. This is what I saw the kids doing. And they're like, what? They were actually taking notes. They were actually <laughs> discussing what was, I said, yeah, yeah, they were actually doing the thing. But sometimes we get so wrapped up in this one kiddo, these three kiddos who are not doing the thing that we forget that 27 are doing the thing. Yeah. And so I, that just gets to be coaching as well, is that I just get to be another set of eyes in the room to go, you got this. Or this is where it went off the rails, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. This is, yeah. And, so. you know, it's so funny because one of the things I kept telling teachers that were kind of reluctant or kind of not sure about letting, you know, another person in their classroom to yeah. help them yeah. see things because I would tell them, you can't simultaneously be teaching and watching yourself teach. You, you, you're, cannot. you cannot do both things at the same time. And so I love that idea of a second set of eyes to really kind of look at the whole picture and just record the, right. you know, what is happening and, you know, what, what's going on. And then just asking questions like, okay, well, this happened right. at this point, this is what preceded right. it. Do you see any connections or do you, you know, ask, and then just asking those questions about right. like, right. what do you think could have had, would have happened if right. you would have done this differently or you move things right. around and just kind of asking those questions, I think is so. Right. What, did, what did you think about the lesson? What did you want the kids to get from it? Okay. How do you know that they got it? Or, right. Just kind of asking those questions. Um, and it's so funny because ideally we would love for teachers to be able to record themselves because that's going to be the truest thing. Right. Yeah. Because they're, even as I'm writing, about this, that this interaction, another interaction is already going on. Right. Yeah. And so there are things that I, I miss because I'm a human being, but ideally we want teachers to be able to record themselves. But if there's a, if there's hesitancy to do that, I'm the next safest choice. I hope, yeah. right. I hope that I've built that relationship that I'm the next safest choice. Yeah, so. I, it is. I'm, I'm a, a national board certified teacher dropout just because of <laughs> at that point in my life when it was when I was doing it, I couldn't handle uh, yeah. on top of yeah. all the other stuff. I couldn't handle the recording and evaluating myself. Right. It just was too, mm -hmm. too much for me at that point. So, yeah, I literally yeah. dropped out because I'm like, nope, can't do this. You know, nope, so I always nope. say it's, I always tell teachers <laughs> it's not an easy thing. It is a brave thing not, to record no, yourself. No. And either let someone else in, um, or mm -hmm. I think it's even harder for you to watch it yourself. Personally, that's yourself. how I feel. Oh, you know, oh we gosh, see yeah. all, we pick all the little, you know, things that are, you know, not what we want. And, but anyways, right. I, I do, I just love that idea of, you know, just allowing somebody in, asking questions, you know, having that relationship, bouncing ideas off of each other. Um, mm -hmm. And I think not everybody uh, maybe takes advantage of coaches because they don't know what to expect. They don't right. know, like, why right. is this person here? Are they here to, you right. know, pick all the things I'm doing wrong? Right. You know, it always, right. um, I think like I, we, you mentioned before when we were talking about a deficit mindset with coaching and mm -hmm. I wanted you to address mm -hmm. that part of it, that it's not about what. Yeah. Mean. So um, it's, it's very easy to believe that, well, I only need to be coached because I'm a struggling teacher or I've just been put on a growth plan or I'm about to be put on a growth plan. And so coaching is the last step before I lose my job. Yeah. And so we can, we can, if we look at coaching that way, then we could look at it like, okay, whew, dodged a coaching bullet. I didn't need to be coached. Right. <laughs> 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 right? That was a close one. Um, if we look at it that way, then it's, it's really to detriment for ourselves because here's an opportunity that we are missing. Um, you know, I just, I think about, I think about if you're standing face to face with someone, they can't see behind them and you can't see behind yourself. Having that coach there, like I said earlier, gives you another set of eyes that can see from angles that you can't see from. And you're doing the same for them, right? You're bringing that, you're bringing a different understanding when you come to that coaching place as well. So it's, it's, it's to your benefit that if there is a coach available on your campus in your district, and we'll, we'll talk some about that, I think too, if there's not that mm -hmm. person available, 
then how can you still be coached? Because again, everyone deserves a coach, whether they have the title or not, everyone deserves a coach um, because we all do want to grow in our craft and uh, it is to our benefit for us to be coached. Yeah. I I love that. You know, I, I think it's funny because in the outside of education world, Coaching is a highly, Mm -hmm. like leadership, leaders get coached, like, you know, really elite, you know, it's like this high ticket, you know, sort of a thing to have a coach, (laughs) right? right? And here we have one in our schools, you know, that we don't have to pay for, you know, like, um, but we're kind of maybe nervous about, you know, what, what Mm -hmm. is the purpose of it and and what, you know, what that can Mm -hmm. do. Um, I know you, you talked about just as far as people, um, you know, experience having those coaches there are times realistically when you might be called in maybe not you specifically but a coach might be called in um you know to a a, you know there might be an issue there might be a a challenge Mm -hmm. that a teacher has either they've identified it or maybe somebody else identified it how do you you know approach that in a way that is respectful and, you know, right. to that teacher and also, you know, kind of addressing kind of some, maybe some issues or core issues or concerns that, that people might have. Um, well, I, okay. So I'm going to go back to recording, which is kind of a tough thing, right? Um, because it's hard to, teaching is very personal. Yeah. It's very, very personal. Right. And, and it's not easy work. <laughs> yeah. We admit that we know that. <clears throat> and so, I think, you know, I, I love Jim Knight's work around instructional coaching. And one of the things that he's, he talks about is let's get a real picture. Let's get a picture of reality, right? How I think it is when I say, oh, none of the kids are mm-hmm. really none of the, like absolutely <laughs> none of them, none, or they all do this. So every single one of them. Mm-hmm. Okay. Nobody takes you seriously when you use those words, just by that's free right there. So, um, <laughs> And so when we, when we get a clear picture of reality and the best way to do that is video, quite honestly, in a, if, if I'm coming, if I'm coming to a place that's like, I'm really, really struggling, I'm really struggling. Okay. Let's record this little bit. This is, when do you see that it's falling apart? Mm -hmm. I see that it's falling apart at the end. I see that it's falling apart at the middle or I can't even get it started correctly. Okay. So then let's just record, let's record what's happening. Let's get, let's get that a, a picture of reality. And then when we sit, actually what is typical to happen is that the teacher is going to sit and look for a viewing purpose, just like we would do with students. We would not just give them an audio. We would not just give them a video. We would not just give them a reading and say, good luck. We would not, not if we want them to get something out of it. Right. And so for that teacher, let's for a viewing purpose, what's our viewing purpose here? Well, what, what did you want it to look like? What did it look like? Let's talk about that then. Then you're coming back to me, Michelle. You've just watched your video. What did I want it to look like? What did it look like? And it was just 15, 20 minutes. Yes, they can be longer. They can do that. But let's let's baby step here. 15, 20 minutes, beginning, middle, or end. All right. What did I want it to look like? What did it actually look like? Okay. Then, Michelle, you and I sit down. All right. This is what it looked like. This is what I wanted it to look like. Okay, let's brainstorm then. What's one thing that we can put in place to get it moving closer to what you want it to look like, mm-hmm. right? To move it from, I don't know if you've heard this, that we kind of talk about the scale. We talk about the scale from one to 10 and I say, oh, okay, I'm at a four on this. Okay, well, how are we going to get you to a 10? That's not reasonable. Mm-hmm. It is reasonable. It is accessible to get from a four to a five. What needs to be at a 10, this is what it's supposed to look like. Okay, so let's, what's our, what's the next step to get us from a four to a five or from a four to a six? All right, great. Let's see if we can make that happen. And then that's the work that we're doing. And then we feel that progress moving forward. Yeah. So I, it, it really is, it continues to be whether you are in, whether you're in a situation where you're helping a struggling teacher or whether you're in a situation where you're helping 
the teacher of the year. Yeah. <laughs> Every, it, it's still a partnership. It's still a partnership because they can still answer those same questions. What did it look like and what did you want it to look like? All right. What needs to be in place to move it from a four to a five or from a five to a six? I love that. Um, there's so much stuff there. I think one of the things that I found, and, and I think you kind of touched on it, is small, manageable steps. Yeah. Because we manageable. all think, we Absolutely. all see whether it's on social media or we all hear about these amazing teachers that do everything right all the time. Mm -hmm. Again, everything and all the time, right? And so we have this idea that this is where we have to be and we need to be there now. Like we don't give ourselves right. that space to really learn and implement and mess it up and fail and then learn and, mess it, it up. and, and then right. do it better because right. you failed, you know, because again, right. it's never this right. straight line of improvement, right? You're going to have misses. Right. And right. I think to me, that's the, the real power in a coach is that that's also somebody to say, to remind you <laughs> that, right. no, you can't have five major goals this quarter. You know, you can't be working on target language and authentic resources and improving this and doing engagement and, it, and mm -hmm. all of these things. Like let's, let's focus it down into a couple of the core things. Not that I think matters. What matters to right. you? What do you well, think is going to be the important biggest to you? Thing? Yeah. Because why that, is this important to you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think, and that is something that you know we 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 can we just keep forgetting. Like we can't do it all, we right. can't have it all done, and we can't be perfect right away, right? Um, right. Or ever. Let's be honest, right? Let's like, but just accepting that right. that journey and embracing <laughs> that that journey. Yeah. Um. So I I think that's that's wonderful. Um. What are you know, so listening is a, a, a listening is a disposition that any coach, again, whether it's formal or informal, really, really has right. to have thoughtful questioning. What are some other mm -hmm. skills or um, you know, dispositions that that you think anybody that's in a role of supporting, giving feedback, and coaching uh, teachers kind of should work on or should really kind of have and and learn to do better? I guess. So um, one of the things that we cannot avoid is that we come into this partnership with our own experiences, right? And it's easy for us to say, okay, so when, when I was in the classroom and uh, when I did this with third period and when I had this one kid and then when I, when I, when I, yeah, um, coach can't make it about themselves, right? It doesn't mean that I can't bring some of that forward, but I'm going to be really, really guarded on when and how much of the III to bring forward, right? Um, there are there are books out there for coaches for well for yeah. anybody really about avoiding being adv an advice monster. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, because we just it, it's easy, right? We think about being coached in a sport. Or, you know, we want to just tell people. Do this. Let me just tell you <laughs> right. what to do. It's just going to be so much easier. But that's not really coaching. That's commanding. So yeah. <laughs> what we want to do is we want to coach. And we want to, we want to keep that in mind. What's important to this person? What expertise does this person already have? that we yeah. can lean into and invite them, invite them to invite you, right? Open that space for them to invite you. Yeah. Okay. So Michelle, what, what strategy have you used before in this type of a situation? Well, gosh, I don't, I haven't really had this type of a situation. Is there something that you would recommend? I mean, you know, I've, I've heard some people try this, or I've seen some people try this mm -hmm. and I just try to open that up rather than this is something I actually did. And it could be something I actually did, but I also know that other people have also done this. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, so that, that's definitely a disposition, uh, for sure that it can't be, it can't be about me. Mm -hmm. It has to be about the person that I'm coaching. Um, and it has to be, what's important to them, where their skill set is. Uh, so yeah, that could, that's probably the other disposition that I would, that yeah. I would say. I think the mm. other thing I heard you say in there um, is it's about, well, because it's about them, 
it's out also about accepting without judgment wherever they're at. And I think wherever they're at, it doesn't matter. There is no judgment of where Mm -mm. you are. It doesn't matter if like, you you know, on your scale of one to 10, doesn't matter if they're a nine or a one, we're getting them, we're, you know, pushing them, helping them, supporting them to, to move incrementally kind of up there. Everybody's moving. Everybody's moving. (laughs) And so I think that, I think that can be hard as well that to come in with just, this is, there's, doesn't matter how long you've been teaching. Doesn't matter where you're at. You know, mm-hmm. um, I think sometimes when I first started coaching um, in my position, I, I'll, I'll be honest. It's my it was my favorite part of my job that I ever had. Is, is I did <laughs> curriculum writing. Yeah. I did all these. I did professional learning. I love coaching. Like it's near and dear to my heart. Um, so because fun. <laughs> it is. It's just really because you do just to get to come in there and they just accept and be very open and just wherever mm-hmm. they're at is where they're at and just be able mm-hmm. to have that you see growth no matter what in that you know when you're in that position no matter, no matter what. what you see you, no matter you, you see growth right and so sometimes Absolutely. helping them see that it's okay you are where you are yeah and don't try and skip from a you know a six to a, a nine right I mean that's gonna right. be frustrating right. for you and for everybody um yes. but let's make a plan yes. and let's let's co-construct something to kind of help get there right um, but right. I I do I yeah. do love um I do love that that part of the part of the job. So for sure. Um, I think another disposition I'm, I'm, as you're, as you're speaking has come to mind, um, is that think about what you're reading. How are you growing in your coaching skills, right? Whether you have the title or not, how are you growing in your coaching skills? And, uh, so what are you reading? What podcasts are you listening to? Are you listening to Language Lounge? Yeah. Because, you know, there's good stuff there. So, <laughs> um, you know. But there's a lot right. of podcasts for coaches there's, out there. there so there's so a lot. Many I mean, people might not know coaches. that, but there's quite a few. Right. There's wonderful books. There are so many out there. You know, there. Elena Aguilar mm-hmm. is one that I love listening mm-hmm. to. You mm-hmm. know, so there's a lot mm-hmm. of resources out there. Um, because even coaches need coaches, right? So everybody yes. needs a coach. So. Yes, everybody needs a coach. Everybody and, needs a coach. And just stepping back and, so, and yeah, kind of getting some of You've got to read. And I, yeah, yeah I realized like, okay. And it, it doesn't, that can kind of be overwhelming, right? That I've got, okay, I've got my um, Christina Aguilar, Christina Aguilar. I've got my Elena Aguilar, <laughs> not Christina. That's a different, different one. She, I don't know if she's got a book or not. Different one. So I've got... <laughs> That's fantastic. So I've got Elena Aguilar. I've got Jim Knight. Mm-hmm. I've got Michael Bungay. I've got right all these people. And it's about, it's about taking what you can add to your coaching toolbox. It's not about, I've got to take everything from, from chapters, yeah. from chapter one to 17 in everybody's book, right? It's okay. This is the next one thing I'm going to add. We have to do the same thing for us that we encourage the folks that we get to client that are the teachers that we get to support the, the, that we get to coach the same thing that we're encouraging to do. What's the one next right step, Absolutely. right? Let's, let's do one or two steps at a time. We have to do that for ourselves. And it's like, okay, all right, Elena, I can take this. All right, Jim, I can take this. All right, Michael, I can take yeah. this. Right. And uh, that's, that's then how we grow. Yeah. So, and, and knowing reading. that, you're not going to be perfect either. You know, I know I offered way, way too much advice and tried to solve too many other people's problems when I first started. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it is sometimes what they think they want and that's what they they need. Um, But it's just, that's just not really you know, so like the kids who ask for the, for the, they want the, they want the entire vocab list of 75 words and they want the grammar chart. No, you don't want that child. Right. You do not want that. <laughs> We're just trust. You don't want yeah. that. <laughs> you trust. Funny. You don't want that. Right. <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, I love it. Um, oh, there was something else I was just going to say there and I'm trying to, I don't oh, remember what it was. No, no, I'm trying to, Oh, I know another, I think another okay, area um, of, maybe growth that a coach, if you're looking at coaching is the area of maybe giving feedback and mm-hmm. different types of feedback, how much feedback, again, there's been times in my life where I gave way too much feedback. And then there's times where I didn't give clear enough feedback that it was actually helpful. Mm-hmm. So do you have mm-hmm. any, um, any thoughts about both you giving feedback, but also how to give it so that it is received <laughs> because that can also be 
kind of an issue as well. I ask for feedback, but then right. when it actually get it, sometimes I kind of bristle, right? And I kind of, you know, feel uncomfortable about that feedback. Right. So right. How, what, right. how, at, to what extent does feedback kind of play a role in what you do with teachers? Sure. That's a great question. So I think one of the things that I learned through the reading and through the, the practicing of coaching, <laughs> one of the things that I learned, um, because the folks here in my district have been, they have opened their doors and they've just been like, come in whenever you want. And I said, okay, that's, I, I can definitely do that, but please know if there's something specific that you want me to come for, I can definitely come for something specific. And so, okay, will you come? Um, okay. When, when you come in, can you look at this? I try to get folks to tell me, what is it that you want me to see? Mm -hmm. What do you want me to see? And so that really gets the conversation going that it, that it's not feedback I'm crafting for you. This is the thing I want you to notice. No, no, no. Mm -hmm. What's the thing you wanted me to notice? What's the thing that you wanted me to pay attention to? What did you want me to see? And so those are the things that I'm then taking notes on. And, and that's just facts. I just, I really try to start with the facts. Let's just build up the facts because receiving feedback can be bristly, right? And so, okay, let's just, here are these facts. All right, let's talk about these things. So I'm going back to, I'm going back into that coaching role, right? Like it's the, my questions are also the feedback. Yeah. I've, I've kind of, I've kind of, I'm learning how to ask in, in such a way that that is the feedback without it coming across like, oh, you're trying to tell me I should have done something different because I'm not trying to tell you, you should have done something different. You know, your kids, you're in the room with your kids. You just wanted me to notice this. You wanted me to notice how the kids were coming in the classroom. And so what would it look like? So this is what I noticed when the kids were coming in the classroom. I noticed that they would come in and that you might be over here and you might see them and you might greet them or you were just talking to this one kiddo. This is what I noticed. That's mm -hmm. just what I noticed. That's what you wanted me to pay attention to. What would it look like if you stood at the door to make sure that you didn't miss anybody coming in? Cause you, I remember this, I wrote down that you said, Oh, Michelle, I didn't even see you come in. Right. What would it look like if you stood at the door? I'm not saying that you have to stand at the door. Right. I'm just throwing something out there for you to consider. What would it look like if you stood at the door? Oh, I'd be able to catch each kid. Okay. Is that something you want to try? All right. No, I don't think I want to try that. All right. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. So then what would it look like? if you stood here or what would it look like if you had kids come to you? Right. And so it's just like, okay, in my back pocket, I've got a, I've got a few options um, because this conversation doesn't necessarily happen immediately after I've, after I've done the, the class visit, it could have, it could be that we're going to touch base the next day just because of how the schedule has fallen. And so it might be the next day, but I'm, I'm going to come here with some ideas in my pocket that, Okay, well, if they don't want to stand at the door, I don't know how to help them. You know, <laughs> <laughs> right. never mind. <laughs> right, that was never mind. Like, I don't... <laughs> right, and so because they could say no, they yeah. could say no to the best thing you've got. So then, what's your what's your offer be? Right? Yeah. What does it look like? What does it look like if da da da? And really get them thinking about. Oh, okay, okay. Um, just like I said, trying to move out of that sage on the stage advice mm -hmm. guru and that I have all the ideas. Um, I was recently, recently approached about coaching teachers who are in CTE. There were two teachers who were like, we really like you. Will you be our coach? Um, because they don't have a coach yet. They don't have a coach yet. And I said, sure. And so one of them was like, I'm really looking forward to the ideas you have for us. And I was like, let's be clear. I am not the idea guru. That's not what right. I am. And he's like, okay, okay. You know, <laughs> So it's just, it's a, it's a retraining for everybody, right? It's like, okay, they're going to come and they're going to tell me the magic fix. I can't be in that position. I'm not the magic fix. Yeah. I, you know, so um, just really trying to frame that feedback. And I would even do that with, with kids as a classroom teacher, right? What would it look like? I was wondering about, mm -hmm. have you considered, right? And really not 
this is what you need to do. It would be so much better if you did it this way. <laughs> yeah, right. You know, I also think that helps focus the person going in, the coach going in, because right. I know when I first, again, I didn't get any training until after mm-hmm. the fact. I was thrown into mm-hmm. this this kind of a role. And I would, I would have, I'm taking notes on everything possible. And then I was like, I don't know where to even start. Like, how do we even start a conversation? Because I didn't get that focus from the the person that I was, you know, supporting ahead of time. And so they mm-hmm. may not want, you know, to know what I think about classroom management. They may, they may not but, be, or they may not be ready for it yet. They may not be whatever, ready for that, right? Whatever it might be. Right. And so I know as a coach, I was overwhelmed at times with the mm-hmm. amount of data I was taking in because right. I was taking in <laughs> right. too much because right. Right. It, it, there's so many pieces that are going on yes. in yes. a classroom. There's so many intricate moves and things that just flow together that when you start mm-hmm. to deconstruct these as different happenings, you know, this is classroom mm. management, this is engagement, this is whatever, right. but they're also right. interconnected that it, it's very challenging. And so yes. going in with that idea, I think helps both parties really kind of make the most of that. And again, not to overwhelm um, right. either party with, with just too much data. There is such a thing as because I want, I, I told a team recently, we should leave this meeting energized. And they were like, what yeah. energized? I said, yeah, we should leave this meeting energized. And they were like, okay, bring it, bring on the energy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not about my personality, right? It's about, I have something that's actionable that I can go and take with me. And it does not feel like right. one more thing. Right. And I got to figure out how this fits into the 98,000 other things that I already have. Right. Yeah. Instead, it's, this is what I'm getting that complements what I'm doing, that helps me grow in what I'm doing. And so that's been the goal. Like, nope, we leave this meeting energized. We leave this meeting energized. And it's not because we've done a cheer or a chain. It's <laughs> right. because. Or, or an icebreaker or <laughs> an icebreaker. <laughs> any no. other nonsense, right? It's because we, right. Right. we leave because you mm-hmm. have something that you can walk away with. That's and fantastic. So, um, and you feel good about, okay, yeah, I can do this, mm-hmm. right? And so, yeah. (laughs) Wonderful. I love it. So let's talk then about this kind of, we're sort of going to change gears, but not a lot. Okay. And that is just that, you know, this is, we've been kind of talking about more formal. This is your job. This is more of a formal role, but we know that not everyone, you know, you may be the only world language teacher, the only Spanish teacher, the only French, German, sign language, whoever teacher in the whole district, let alone in your school. And so what are some, what are some ways, mm-hmm. uh, informal ways that either mm-hmm. people can reach out to find a coach or, you know, you can provide coaches to each other, peer kind of coaching. What are some ideas mm-hmm. that you have for mm-hmm. more of, you know, get the same benefits yeah, sure. of coaching, but maybe not in a, in a formal sort of role yet? Yeah. Yeah. I raised my hand because that's me, right? Like I, I was the only person on my campus. I was... Um, or I like, you know, there's just, I, I don't know who I'm supposed to connect with, you know? Yeah. And so uh, I'm new here and, you know, all the things our, our school didn't do, um, professional learning communities. We didn't do PLC. We didn't have that process in place. So it was just every teacher for themselves, you know? So what do we, what do we do here with all this? Right. I get it. I'm there with you. I'm, I'm right in there with you. Um, so going back to that vulnerability, I had to, when I sat in that seat, I had to ask. Um, because unfortunately we do have a closed door and that can come off as, Oh, I'm, I can't go in that place. Right. I can't, I don't know, but we might have to knock on a few doors. We might have to ask, ask that person. We might have to come out into the hallway and just say, I mean, I had to do it y'all where I had to ask, I had to ask one of my friends and just say, okay, I'm trying something new. Could you come and look? And I didn't feel comfortable. I didn't feel comfortable asking my administrator who is also my evaluator. Mm -hmm. Right. But I could ask my colleague who was next door and knew how loud my class was. And so, (laughs) so I was like, okay, we're trying this. 
and I don't know how it's going to go. I would just love another set of eyes in the room for you to see something maybe I'm missing. Is it, is it how I'm having the move that I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Mm -hmm. This is, you know, first period is those are the guinea pigs. And so, okay. Can I find that colleague who's got first period off and just say, can you come and can you just look, I know you've got first period off 10 minutes, five minutes. Will you just come in for five minutes and just see how I get class started? Because I'm kind of shaky on that. That requires a lot of vulnerability. Yeah. I'm trying something new or I'm uncertain about something or right. Or I'm, I'm just kind of excited, Michelle, about this thing that I get to do. Will you just come look at it? Five minutes. Yeah. Will you just come look at it? Um, or Michelle, I know that we have these same kids and can I just come see how this kid interacts in your class? I know how he interacts in my class. Can I just come see how he interacts in your class? Just five minutes. Yeah. Right. I think that a lot can go, a little can go a long way in that regard. Um, we have to ask one another. Yeah. I think we'll, we will ask questions on social media of people who are across the world and across the state. Can we connect with the person across the hall though yeah. and invite them in and ask them because they have some expertise. They have a perspective that we don't have that we could, um, again, just five minutes, Yeah, just five minutes. And they may end up staying for seven right. and they may end up staying for you 10 know, right. and they may invite you in yeah. and they may tell a colleague, Hey, I got to go see this language class. Did you know that they're talking about main idea too? Like, right. why don't they, this is how they worded it with main idea. What if we did main, cause our kids are not getting the main idea of these articles, right? How many mm-hmm. just cross curricular um, it's okay if there's, um, no, it's not okay. If there's not another person who's teaching your same course, that's not okay. Right. There should that, be more people right. we need to, we need to grow our, our program. Yes. That's a different story. But what I'm saying as far as yeah. coaching is concerned, it's really okay if they're not in your same content. It's actually sometimes better. I was just going to say because there are then you times. don't feel like, yeah. yeah, yeah. Then you don't feel like I have to go in and compare myself to this other teacher who is teaching my same course. Yeah. I would actually encourage you to go and observe or be observed by someone who is not in your content area. Yeah. And I say observed, just visit for right. minutes. Yeah. You know, five it's minutes. funny because I can, I can see saying to, let's say my goal is to like make my, you know, target language more comprehensible. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. if I teach Spanish and I'm watching a Spanish teacher, I can't tell if it's, I mean, it's comprehensible to me, but if you have an ELA or a math teacher come in, who do they have to look at to see if it's comprehensible? They need to look at the students. They need to see if the students are understanding, if they're following along, if they're doing all of that, how, you know, how impactful could that be to have somebody that doesn't know the language really looking at those cues, those things, if I'm doing comprehension checks, you know, all of these Mm -hmm. sort of things. There's mm-hmm. so many things that you don't have to know the language and maybe sometimes mm-hmm. it's better if you don't know all the world mm-hmm. language specific pedagogy and idea. I could just say, right, okay, right. this is the expectation that I speak in the target language, but that the students understand a good portion understand of what me, I say. Right. Like I could just right. tell them that and say, could you yeah. watch to see if you see any signs of they them either understanding or not understanding? And right, five right. minutes of that in the height of a lesson could give you a lot of, a, you know, perspective. And, you know, mm-hmm. I don't know what you said, but here at this point, you know, everybody knew what was going on <laughs> and they all did something. Right. Um, so, right. Yeah, yeah. So there's, you know, we don't want to coaching isn't captured only with content. You know, you can have no, those no. skilled conversations and have some feedback, have that relationship, invite somebody in. And, you know, yeah. not have them be in your content there, you know, content. I remember when we were, when we were quarantine teaching, right. And, mm-hmm. you know, we're on, uh, on a, a, a conference calling platform yes. <laughs> <laughs> or on some conference call platform with the children. So we not only got eyes into their world, yeah. their parents got eyes into our world as well. And the emails or, you know, the messages that I would get that's, okay, that lesson today, I understood this. Yeah, you were great. speaking in Spanish and I understood it. And I'm like, oh, that's so great. How about your kid who was, 
I just saw the ceiling. Just saw the ceiling fan. <laughs> um, did they also understand? <laughs> oh that's funny because <laughs> they wouldn't engage with me in the chat you know yes. but you know, just like yeah you know just being able to have a different person come in um because they can view things they can view things um that's just good teaching yeah good teaching is good teaching so yeah. there are some things that uh, so i think all of the things you mentioned before about questioning about building relationships about mm -hmm. giving feedback mm -hmm. you know taking that that data and being you know that can work whether you're in a formal or an 100 percent sort of context. 100 percent. Um, especially, I, I will say, um, because I haven't really mentioned some questions that are specific to um, to singletons. So mm -hmm. that's that's the, mm -hmm. the wording, right? When you're the only person there teaching your course. Um, so those are singletons. There's actually a lot of um, there is there are some resources out there for. Um, for singletons, if I could encourage, um, Solution Tree has critical friends that um, I would recommend. I want to say, trying to remember his name, Ferreter, I think is his last name, but his first name is not coming to me right now. But um, there's another author, Brig Lean, L-E-A-N-E, that's got, here are some critical friend questions that okay, I don't have a, a, a collaborative team. I don't have a PLC. You do have a PLC. That's a different thing. Um, but I, I don't have a collaborative team that I can actually do this planning with, work mm -hmm. through this process with. And so, um, yeah, Wrigley has got some, some, um, or Leanne, I'm not sure, um, has got some resources that it's called Critical Friends. And you can, you can definitely find some resources out there for questioning with singletons, because these are still conversations that singletons can have as well. That's Things great. like, um, uh, let's see here. What's your plan for, what's your plan for students who have learned it, have learned this essential standard? Um, what's your plan for students who haven't learned this essential standard? Mm -hmm. That's a question for everybody. Right. And so just kind of in that, in that PLC network, um, if you are a singleton in that framework, highly recommend Critical Friends. We're working with some some singletons on that, That's and that awesome. has, we're coaching them with that. So that might be a good resource for you as well to kind of take great. those questions to that person across the hall or next door um, to be able to have somebody to collaborate with. So That's fantastic. Awesome. Yeah. Any mm -hmm. other tips, tricks? Is there any other trends oh, out there? Is there any other advice that you, um, that you have really learned as you've been in this, this new role, um, that can kind of help teachers, you know, get out of their classrooms, maybe, you know, be vulnerable, any success stories, um, that you've had that have made an impact on instruction through coaching? Yeah, I think when I when I kind of framed it um, with one of our teams in particular about my well, so we had one teacher that approached me that just she was just not going to be able to get out and go visit the other campuses. And that's what she really wanted to be able to do. And I said, well, what if I go do recon? What if we just take this team and I go do recon and I go to the different campuses of the teachers who teach this and I'm, I go into the classrooms and I'm just there for 20, 30 minutes and I just take notes and I do this recon. And so she was like, yes, can we do that? And I said, well, let me ask them. Of course, they were 100% on board. And so we set it up and I went into everybody's classroom, like I said, for about 30 minutes and I took notes. I took notes on the tasks. I took notes on what kids were doing and what kids were saying. And then I brought it back and just kind of put it into a little report. And I shared that with everybody because it turned out that the other teachers also wanted to know what, what their colleagues was were doing. <laughs> sure. Yeah. yeah. Right. And so really kind of thinking about it, think about it as recon, um, that what tasks are the kids doing? Think about the task. Do not, if you're going to, you know, try to finagle in on a, on a class visit, this is about the task and the kids. It is not about the teacher. Mm -hmm. It's not about the personality of the teacher. It's not about the vibe of the teacher. That's not who it's about. We got to look at the right thing when we go do these class visits. This is also work we're doing with some teachers. What we're looking, we're doing learning walkthroughs. When we're doing those walks, when we're going in for 15, 
seven minutes, whatever it mm-hmm. is, whatever that time frame is, what are we paying attention to? Our eyes are on those kids. Our eyes are on the tasks that those kids are doing because that's something I can take back to my own class. I can't take Michelle's personality yeah. back to my own class. I can't. I'm, my personality is going to be my personality. Nope. You know, love it or leave. Like this is just, this is it, right? <laughs> but what I can take back is, yeah. oh, okay. Yeah, I can take back this question that, or, you know, some version of this question that these kids have to answer to, to close the learning loop on their learning. Oh, okay. So, or this is, Ooh, okay. This is, this is a task I can have them do when they do turn and talk, right? Thinking about the task that you are seeing in the room, what you're seeing kids doing in the time that you're there, that's going to help you grow and help you learn as a teacher and as a coach, right? Because then you're going over and you're going, okay, y'all, what I just saw in this, let me tell you the task I just saw. How could we work that Mm -hmm. into our own, right? And so then that's you all being able to, as a team or as uh, co-collaborators to be able to, um, to grow. I really like that. I think that's a really strong advice to end because I think you're (laughs) right. So many, so often we focus on the teacher, the person, what they're doing and how their Mm -hmm. personality is and what they Mm -hmm. say. Um, And that can be detrimental to us as we grow because all then all we're doing is comparing. And when we compare ourselves to others, almost always we're going to come out short, right? We're unless, you know, like that's always going to be something where we're going to see. So I love that. I love that focusing on, on the task. I think that's a great way. And that is from John Antonetti's work about Mm. um, powerful task design. I love it. Fantastic. Well, I know you've mentioned several different um, coaching people. So many authors. We're going to make sure we get the actual book so you can send me some of your top articles, your top resources. And you mentioned a few, we'll find those. We'll put those in the show notes. Um, thank Perfect. you so much for yes, sharing this, this with so us. Fun. Thank oh, you. <laughs> I do. I love this topic. I could talk all day about this. I just think it's such an undervalued way for teachers to yeah. get their, their learning and their yeah. growth. And right. I think I agree with you. Everybody needs a coach. And so Everybody hopefully, you know, people listening will find a way to, um, find a coach and to be a coach to yeah. somebody. Right? Yes. Yes, absolutely. Because you I have some, that. you have some, you, I mean, you're a thought partner. That's what it is. Yeah. Coaches get to be thought partners and you can be that with anybody. So I love you it. can coach. <laughs> <laughs> wonderful. Thank you so much, Shelly. It was wonderful. Thank you, talking Michelle, for you. having me. Thank you. Thank you. So great. Thanks everybody. Thank you.